Good morning, New City Church. Happy Sunday and happy Mother's Day. For those of you that I don't know, my name is Judy Carter. Typically, I could be found at the Connect Center on Sundays. I'm also married to the campus pastor, Casey Carter, which many of you know. He asked me a couple months ago if I'd be interested in hosting the Mother's Day message, and I told him I'd be honored to do that. I then asked my daughter if she would lead worship. She's a worship pastor, and she said yes. So I know it's selfish on my part, um, but this is a great day for us. She's a new mom of three months. I'm a new Mimi, so we're looking forward to celebrating this day together. Earlier in the week, hopefully you had an opportunity to see on Facebook and Instagram a brief little snippet of a, a video that I put out because I wanted individuals to know that today's message was going to be about having a mom, not be about being a mom. So if you were in the church building, you have a ca captive audience and whatever would be said, you'd be there to hear it. But I knew that online you had the ability to tune in and out, move in and out of a, a message if you didn't think that it was going to be relevant for you. And so having a mom applies to 100% of everyone that would be listening in. As I get started today, I want to I go to the Lord in prayer, and then I hope to share something that, that you can use as we move forward. Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share uh, my heart about this subject. Thank you for the relationships you provide for us. Thank you for my own mother. Thank you for my daughter and her motherhood. I am just um, in awe of all the things that you do for us, Lord. I ask that you speak through me, that you give me the right words to share, that maybe uh, others will be able to glean from it something and, and carry it out in their own lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I do think God has a, a sense of humor. If you are anyone that has prepared a message, um, a lesson if you're a teacher, and if you're in the corporate world, if you've had to prepare a presentation, most of the time you try to get as much of the information that you possibly can. You learn about the topic um, so that you can present it in an articulate manner. And so I've done that. I've pulled together some content. And then a few weeks ago, Casey and I were watching a video uh, of a Christian comedian. His name was Thor Ramsey. And uh, Thor was talking in part of his skit about Mother's Day. And so my ears perked up. I was like, well, maybe there's something here I can use. And he, he was talking about how people tend to think of uh, holidays like this as very commercialized. And they have become very commercialized. We, we buy cards and candy and um, flowers and, and, uh, and all of that. Uh, but I do, do believe that, that it is a good thing. We just have to make sure that we do it for the right reasons and, and we do it from the heart. But in his skit, he was saying that, you know, um, when you go to buy a card for your mom, it typically will be Happy Mother's Day to the world's greatest mom. And he said, why can't they just make cards that say Happy Mother's Day? You did the best you could. And then he says, the mom writes back and says, well, yeah, you were a disappointment too. Happy birthday. And I thought that was pretty funny because if you are a mom or uh, know a mom, when you get a card that says world's greatest mom, I, I think there's this little, you cringe a little bit. Because you, you tend to think, I'm not the world's greatest mom. I screwed up. It's only by the grace of God that, that you're still alive, right? Um, and so the idea of getting a card that says you did the best you could while in the skit is meant to be funny. It's like a badge of honor. If I got a card that says you did the best you could, I think I'd, I'd cry. Only because I know that they recognize that I'm not perfect. 
I didn't try to be perfect and I did the best that I could. One of the things that I, I learned as I prepared for this was that the individual um, that kind of kicked off in the United States this idea of celebrating Mother's Day, her name was Anna Jarvis. And back in the early 1900s, she hosted a memorial for her mother. Not typically what we think about for Mother's Day, but it was a memorial service for her mother. And she handed out white carnations. And that happened to, happened to be her mother's favorite flower. And she petitioned Congress, and over the years, a few years later, they designated the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. And over the years, we yes, we have commercialized it. And today, many people will celebrate with moms. They've planned it. I know that's typically what our family will do. We'll plan a brunch. Uh, yes, we give flowers, um, that type of thing. But there are some people that will struggle with this day. There are people that have lost their mothers. They've left this world. And so they do have memories. And I would say, cherish those memories. Honor your mother today on a day that other people are celebrating moms that are actually still here. There are other women that will uh, mourn because they can't have children. I haven't been able to have biological children but I do believe God has given you a special gift as well, and I'll talk about that here in a moment. And there's another group of people that will struggle with this day, probably very angry or sad, because they do not have a good relationship with their parent, with their mother. And I would say, this message is for you too. It may not be as easy to hear, but it is for you as well. God really does want us to celebrate a day like today. I think he would be excited that we honor our moms on a day like this, and we honor our dads in June. So much so that he named it, numbered it number five on the top 10 list, the top 10 list being the Ten Commandments. In Exodus 20, 12, he tells us to honor our father and mother. There's no caveat there that says, if they are honorable, to honor them if they're lovable, if they were good parents, if, if, if. There was, there's none of that. It just says, honor your father and mother. And it goes on to say, so that you may live long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. A chapter later, he even steps it up a notch and he says in Exodus 21, 15, whoever strikes his father or his mother must be put to death. And you'd say, Judy, I'm, I'd never strike my mother and father. How about this? And just a couple of verses later, he says in 17, whoever curses his father or his mother must be put to death. Ouch. See, we like to rank our sin. We like to say, well, I'd never kill somebody. I'd never rape somebody. I'd never do these type of things. But the words that come from our mouth are, are just as deadly and as sinful. In Leviticus 19.3, he tells us, each of you is to respect his mother and father. In Leviticus 20, verse 9, he says, if anyone curses his father or mother, he must be put to death. I think God is developing these relationships within us to honor a father and mother. And by the way, it's a commandment. A commandment is something that it doesn't come natural. You don't have to be commanded to do certain things that are natural for you. So the top 
verses in that uh, Ten Commandments are about the relationship with Him. And then He talks to us about our relationship with our parents. How do you honor Him if you can't honor your relationship with your parents, your earthly parents? In our discipleship process, we, we talk about this same type of relationship. We have this parent-child dialogue. Um, as you seek people that you want to, to disciple, very similar to the way Jesus did, you know, you pray over it, you pray it up, you make sure that the relationships that you have are tight and that they want to allow you to speak into their lives. That's a different type of relationship but it's something that we see in a parent-child relationship. It is very important for us to develop. Casey and I have watched this new series that's come out. Um, it's called The Chosen. It's ta literally taking the world by storm. Um, I think they've taken some liberties with scripture and, and added some stuff into it, but I would say any movie, that biblical movie that you've ever seen is that way. I mean, people love Charlton Heston as Moses, but let's be real. We know that scripture says that Moses stuttered. He didn't have that big booming voice like we see with Charlton Heston. So we know that there are uh, liberties that, that we take with scripture. But I think the overall message is really, really good. In this movie, what I've pulled out of it as I've been looking at motherhood and that type of thing is how they respond to mothers in the movie. They talk to Jesus's mom, Mary, um, the uh, mother-in-law of Peter, and then the mother of Matthew stick out to me. And in this series, they call her Ima. Ima. Ima is the Hebrew word for mother. And it's the first time I can remember hearing it. And it's like music to my ears. I don't know why I love that word. And when I see it in that particular show, it just warms my heart to see how they respect and honor the mothers of the day. As I prepared the message, you know, I, I know um, I've heard the word, the Hebrew word for father, Abba. I think most of us have all heard that word. But, but the word Ima has, has stuck out to me. And then there's a, another person in scripture that stuck out to me, and that is Deborah in Judges, the book of Judges. In chapter five and six, um, they talk about Deborah. And if you're like me, when you read scripture, you, you see it in um, small clips. So it seems like it happened really in a short period of time, but, but if you have footnotes and you look at a legend of time and see how long uh, this chapter may have spanned, gives you a better perspective. So Deborah, while she's only in, listed in two chapters, she had a great impact for the Israelites. She was a judge. She was the first and only female judge of the day. And in the, those two verses, there is a song of Deborah. And she's in there is a verse that says, she is the mother of Israel, a mother of Israel, an Ima of Israel, if you will. And she didn't give birth to all of those people. She loved and honored the responsibility God had given her. And he honored her greatly. And that's the other part of this relationship that I think that we have as women and as men, but as women uh, that I'm talking about today. So we have an impact on other people that are not our biological children. 
We have a responsibility to love other people. As I get older, I'm a grandma now, as I get older, I think God is wanting me to lean into younger women and set an example, be a godly woman that others can look up to. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. There are things that I would not want you to see in my life, but God will expose those so that you can grow. God has given me words to speak to men, and I have to temper that very carefully because I want to make sure that it's coming from a God perspective and not a Judy perspective. And I've been reluctant to share with men just because of the relationship that I believe that that, that creates for me. I want to make sure that they understand that I'm coming from a motherly perspective, that I love them and that I want to see them grow. There have been women in my life and my daughter's life and probably your life, man or woman, that have had a mighty impact on you. And I would ask you to think about those memories. And I have a challenge here in a little bit for you. But God gives us those relationships and, and I really want to make sure that, that we explore those today as we wrap up. The idea that, um, that Anna Jarvis had for her mother at her mother's memorial service was quite powerful. But I want to also share with you that Anna Jarvis was never a mother. See, we tend to think that Mother's Day is just for giving birth to someone, to celebrating a mother that is our own. And it's just not the only that. It is about honoring someone else not taking it in for, for us, but honoring another mother. So my challenge to you today is this. As we shut down, as we finish up the, the message, you turn off your phone or your computer, however you're watching the message today, I want you to take some time. I want you to go to your knees or prostrate on your face before the Lord. And yes, he can hear you sitting in your chair, but there's something about the posture that we take before the Lord that tells him, I am fully focused on you. I'm surrendering my thoughts and my request to you. And so I want you to thank, your, thank God for your mom. Good or bad relationship, it doesn't matter. Thank him for that mom in your life. And if she's passed, I understand that that's going to be hard. And then ask him to reveal to you special memories. Hopefully there's some wonderful memories. For some, there may not be any wonderful memories, but I'm going to ask you to dig deep. I'm going to ask you to find some great memories, a memory of your mom. Don't rush it. Take the time that you need for it. And then I'm going to ask you to bless your mother. Bless your mother in a mighty way. And then as you finish that, I want you to allow God to reveal to you other women in your life, at least one that has spoken into your life. Maybe it was a teacher, a grandparent, a grandmother, um, somebody from church when you were a kid, somebody from a, the church today. But reveal to you someone that has had an impact, that's spoken into your life. Find those memories. Ask God to bless them. 
And then after that, I want you to call your mom if you're not going to see her. And if you are going to see her, do the same thing. Call them, tell them you love them, you want to honor them, and that you've got some great memories to share. So we can say we love our moms. We say we love pizza and we love our dog too. But if you take time to, sh to share with your mom those memories, I think that that will make her very happy. Now, if you have to call your mom and you have a not so good relationship, it is going to be difficult. And you're going to say, Judy, you're crazy. I'm not calling my mom. But I want to challenge you to call your mom. And it can be something as simple as saying, I love you and I want to honor you. And that is a simple statement that you can make. God would be pleased with you. However she responds is on her. God will deal with that relationship. All you can focus on is what God has asked you to do, and that is to honor her. And then after you finish that, call another woman. Call someone in your life that isn't expecting it. Don't just text them, Happy Mother's Day. Call them and tell them, look, you had an impact on my life and this is why. I'll share with you my, my journey. My mother, I'm an only child uh, to a single mom. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, she loves me. She has this servant heart. She, her love language is the gift of service, so she loves to, to do things. Has always been that way. She's a caregiver. So when her mother was dying, you know, that was kind of her love language is to take care of her and love her and honor her through that. She um, has been an incredible mom. Over the course of my life, there have been many women that have spoken into my life. And uh, one comes to mind is, is a woman that uh, was a mother of my best friend when I was younger. And I could see the relationship that she had with her children and her husband. And I knew that that's how I wanted to, to be as I grew up. And she still has a powerful impact on me just based on the love and the tenderness that she showed her family. I'll be spending the day with my mother and I'm gonna share that information with her because I want her to know that I do honor her. Yes, I love my mother, but as we say, you know, I don't need a day to tell me to honor somebody. We actually do. I think we think our actions speak for themselves, but you have to be able to tell someone that you love them and that you're honoring them the way God would have us honor them. I hope that this message today has been beneficial for you. I hope that as you leave, I do want you to take some time and before the Lord and thank God for your mother. Thank God for the relationship that you have and the impact, if you're a woman, that you can have on someone else. There is this idea that we may not be able to have a child of our own, uh, but God has given you great responsibility if you choose to, to take it through discipleship. So I'll close this in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for today. Again, for relationships, for honoring you and honoring our mothers. We love you, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.
You guys have a great rest of your day and I'll see you soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us today and thank you for supporting New Cities Ministry. If this inspired you and you want to partner with New City, you can give now by clicking in the link in the description or visit newcitychurch.com slash podcast for more information. Love you and have a great day.